Happy high school football opening night. Actually, there were some games yesterday, I guess. I know uh, Pearl Cone played Cane Ridge, right? Pearl Cone, five birds. That's right, and won. 38-19, 457 yards on the ground. Wow. With three touchdowns called back. But shout out to Cane Ridge, though, because I got love called for them, back. too. Yep. For what? Holding. Whoops. So it probably would have been 600-some yards on the ground. I mean, hey. Speed kill. You said shout out to Cade Ridge, and then you worked in that. It would have been 600 yards. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean that because Babs <laughs> asked me on the back end of it. She just left me alone, and I would have never said. <laughs> but salute to them. Salute to Moe's. Hey, salute. Yeah, Moe's Phillips, yeah. Uh, so, salute to all of the players out there and coaches and families. and um, Man, we, we've got a senior in our house uh, starting mm-hmm. his last season. Um, so uh, That's great and also uh, emotional at the same time. So. Um, yeah, have fun out there tonight. Stay safe, y'all. Uh, betonline.ag has put updated odds on which team will be the SEC champion. I'll roll through that here in just a second. And I've got some unbelievable stats that Chris Lowe sent me about Tennessee and the NFL draft. Chris Lowe will be on, uh, on the show at 520. Uh, Shelly and Franklin wants to talk about Millie Vanilli. I forget how Millie Vanilli came up on the show earlier. I did too. I played Blame It on the Rain That's because Don said Blame It on the Rain. Yep. By the way, people um, are digging uh, your wardrobe today, Don, on the uh, Zone TV feed. I know. I didn't realize that it was so dramatic. Bingo. <laughs> Somebody said I look like a salsa dancer. I'm not sure if that's digging it. <laughs> Selena. It's all how you look at things, yeah. Don Davenport. It's perspective. She's just randomly dancing today. This is a hilarious. Dancing. It's the thing. It's the She's thing. Doing the thing. You know, the thing. You know. Zone TV. The thing. Of- the guy. Come on. Hey! <laughs> You're welcome. I told. Look, I told you by Friday. Have I not been saying by Friday I'd have everything? He came in early. He started working on those audio Good job, huh? We listened to both Frank Caliendo <laughs> interviews today. Multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, it was funny every single time. That's, That's crazy. The guy. The thing, the guy. Come on. I mean, that's Frank Caliendo. That's wow. Biden. And that's he, wild. he thinks he's only about 75% there. Frank's crazy. I said it before he's a nut. You did. You called him a nut to yeah. himself. And he is. To him. Himself. To himself. What? <laughs> called him a nut to himself. You know, the guy. <laughs> Twitter, Facebook Live, YouTube, and Twitch. Get us there. Zone TV. You can uh, see uh, Don sa- uh, randomly salsa dancing today. <laughs> Shelly and Franklin has some uh, information about Millie Vanilli, I think. Shelly, what's up? Hey, guys. How are y'all doing? Hey. Hey, we're just da- we're just chair dancing today, Shelly. <laughs> hey, you know what? That, that is not a bad thing on a Friday, right? <laughs> so I just wanted to tell you guys. So I went to Franklin High School. Okay. And back in my teenage days, uh, Millie Vanilli was a big thing when they came out, but... The big deal was what got them busted, uh, y'all may already know this because I've been on hold for a little bit, but they were on an award ceremony show, and the tape that was doing the music and the tracks got stuck. I hope that guy they, got fired. They got busted live. Oh, I and gotta go back and find that. that. Yeah, that poor soul, uh, you know, the, the pressure just got to him, and... And everything that those guys went through, I feel so bad for them. And the one guy, of course, you know, lost his life over it. And yeah. that is so sad. 
But back in the day, my girlfriends and I, yep, we rocked out to a little Millie Vanilli. Over there at Franklin <laughs> High School, going around the square, oh, uh-huh. cruising. Hey, baby, and and i got to tell you, hey, Ron Slate, thank yes, you for adding the flavor that you have added to 3HL. I'm a longtime listener, and I love you guys oh, so much. Oh, thank you. Put a little season you in. You rock. Woo! Oh, hey, honey, and just to let you know, Ron, I can throw it in, okay? Because I was one of the half-timers at Franklin High School. Oh, that's what I'm talking about on Trash Talk Talk. Trash Talk Friday. Talk hey. that talk. Yes. Hey. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, a little, a, a little star, a little heavy D, a little bit of two love through just for some music. Ooh, you got to be careful. Lyrics. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> just for the beat. <laughs> Not and love, eat, eat. Walk down the hall singing Boys the Hood. I mean, it's just. That's the Good song. times, man. Good times. Yeah, I think we're all about the same age. Oh, yeah. That's, for, yeah, that's beautiful right now. I don't know where Don is. Isn't it? <laughs> uh, and, Don, thank you for uh, representing the ladies in sports. I'm a diehard football fan and NASCAR fan. Thank yes. Oh, I lost her for just a second. Thanks, Thank Shelly. I think Shelly's so might be in her car, but that, that was really we good. Rocking call. With yes. Shelly, yeah. We're rocking with you, Shelly. Feel really good about things now. Yeah. I think we should just end the show. I always got we got I mean, it's a little early. It's like kind of sad. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's we like started feeling George good. George just stands on Seinfeld. Like, yeah. you leave on a good note. Yeah. yeah. So, like, they've got plans to go to dinner and a movie, but he cracks a joke. Everybody laughs. He just leaves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nathan on Twitter. Sorry, Brent. Brown sugar cinnamon is the goat of Pop-Tarts. Hell, oh. frosted strawberry tops cherry, my man. Nope. Uh, y'all hard on the mayor, boy. Y'all I, keep on riding. Y'all riding. Y'all this has been me. ride with Babs week. I, I I ate those cinnamon pop tarts for two years straight before baseball practice. Never had one. Every single morning at five a.m., I'd be eating that no, on the way. Slay, to Slay has never had a pop tart. I'm gonna have to bring you some. Can you believe that? Like that's literally the most surprising thing that will happen on this show all week is that that information right there. Slay's never had a pop tart. Never had it. Never touched it. You know the thing. Never had one. Cousin Tower brown <laughs> sugar is second best. Frosted strawberry is the best. Robert on Facebook uh, Live, Brent, you need to listen to Mama Babs, brown sugar and cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Heat it for 15 seconds mm-hmm. in the microwave. Yeah, people always say, like, heat them up and then put butter on them. Oh, I don't know about that. I eat them cold. I, I, I think they're, you know, pretty much bad for you anyway, so I don't know about throwing some butter on top of all that. I mean, but... do you really need it? Yeah, that's where we are. Well, I mean, there's um, the question, do you really need the Pop-Tart? I don't know. I need the the SEC numbers that you told well, me Well, first, I'm going to tell you something that just happened. What? Auburn football coach Brian Harson tested positive for COVID. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hey. Uh-oh. 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 You got to sound like Carl Lewis in the national anthem. <laughs> you know what? He's, he's going to have the antibodies and be good to go after this. So, so, we'll. so you're saying they weren't 100% vaccinated. Uh, I'm pretty sure that we all knew Brian Harson was not vaccinated oh, really? by uh, by his by his, answer his answers to everything. Mm-hmm. He was very at well. For one, there was a picture of him and Alan Green and Bruce Pearl um, on the football field. I saw this one a couple days ago for a student pep rally. Um, Bruce Pearl did not have a mask. <laughs> Alan Green did not have a mask. Coach Harson did have a mask in his hand. That is, uh, and then he was. He was pretty vocal 
It was right after SEC media days, and he said uh, he was pretty vocal about it being he would never require his players to get vaccinated, that it is a personal choice and all of that. So just by the way that he responded and talked about things, I think you could tell you could tell that he was uh, he was not vaccinated. Wow. There you go. BetOnline.ag put out updated odds on which team will be the SEC champion. Number one, Alabama, five to eight. That is a uh, big, big favorite. Number two, Georgia. There's my team, two to one. Georgia's going undefeated, and they're going to win the national title for the first time since 1980. We'll see. That's where I am. We'll see. They better. Yep, because if they don't, Bulldog fans will lose their minds. Yep. Georgia, not even a uh, one of the four teams in the playoff, according to the uh, odds makers. Um, what? So we'll get we'll get there. Texas A and M third, eleven to one. Florida fourth at fourteen to one. LSU at sixteen to one. They're fifth. Auburn sixth at twenty eight to one. Then you've got Ole Miss, who I love, forty to one. Set up to get let down. Get <laughs> up to get 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 down. I got half a mind to pick Ole Miss second in the West. I'm just kidding. Hey, it's Friday. It's time to get crazy. Let's get crazy. Yeah, you crazy. Ole Miss, <laughs> number two in the West. <laughs> we're only two Fridays away from it being a football. We're getting ready for college Less season. Than two weeks, baby. Uh, no, we're one week away from week zero. Game week. Oh, he's crazy. Which is awesome. Number one eight. week. Kentucky and Missouri tied 50 to one. That Kentucky-Missouri game, that's a directional game. Which team wants to finish third in the SEC East? Talk about the real team. Tennessee is 10th at 80 to 1. Hold on, people. I ain't saying that. I'm just saying hold on. Just hold on. I'm I'm new to betting. Is 80 to 1 better than 28 to 1? Just hold on. That's all they got to do. Who sang that song, Hold On? Was it like Simply Red? No, Wilson Phillips. Hold on for one more day. (laughs) I know that there is pain, but you hold on for one more day and you break free from the chains. (laughs) Yes. There you go. I think there's also a hold on by oh, Simply they, Red. Wilson to Phillips performed at That's the um, Gay Pride Festival here in Nashville like two years ago. Absolutely. I think it was two years ago. Nah, it yeah. wasn't that long ago, was it? It was. was like, Mr. Babs and I went. That was your first date, wasn't it? <laughs> I think it was kind of <laughs> our it wasn't technically <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't technically our first date, but it was it was I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, we had a, so much fun. You're a woman of the people. Let we had just, so uh, much fun. You and Harder, first date at the Gay Pride thing. Yep, that's awesome. It, it wasn't technically our first date, but it was. It was in the beginning. Oh no, let's go it was with like the three years. Much yeah. better story. Yeah, I remember. No, never mind. Yeah, you did like me. <laughs> I hate when you do that. You start a story and then me. you just don't finish. Yeah, because he knows he probably shouldn't he did tell to it. Me. Which this is exactly what Slay does, but Slay just usually tells it. Yeah. <laughs> well, if anybody knows a guy or just a random dude named Brian DeLotter, you'll understand why I'm not going to finish that story. Oh, yeah. Arkansas, Mississippi State at 11th at 100 to 1. South Carolina, 13th at 150 to 1. And look how far back Vanderbilt is 14th, 500 to 1. Mm. That's some good odds. That's the longest odds in the Power Five to win a conference. Might, any team. I might put a little dollar on them. Why? They're not going to win the SEC. I won't 500. There is no way. It, I, Just look, take your dollar. Clark walk Lee, out on the I'm street all about, and throw it in the street. Yeah, because that's exactly what you would be doing. I'm all about Clark Lee, but there is no way. <laughs> he snorted. No way 
that I mean, you can take it and flush it down the toilet. Over over under on wins, Babs, too. Over under. No, it's uh, three and a half. Three and a half. No, these, these are new odds. I'm more realistic. <laughs> They're the slight odds? Yeah. Well, then you're going under. Bingo. Under the three and a half. Bingo. All right. Uh, they do play East Tennessee State. That's week true. One. Jason Swain That's coming up next. program. <laughs> uh, Tennessee Vols, they play in less than two weeks. Swain uh, will join us from Knoxville. That's next on 104.5 The Zone. Three HL one zero four five the zone. Now we got salsa music going. Davenport and Slayer over here having a meeting behind me. I don't know what's going on. Put on your headphones. Sorry, we're busy. Oh, he put on salsa music. Yeah, just for you. Zone TV, Twitter, Facebook, Facebook Live, YouTube, and Twitch. Hey, oh, hey, go Babs. <laughs> Oh! Hey! <laughs> That's the second time she's been seen salsa dancing because during the break, you could see her in Brent's camera oh. dancing as well. I'll tell you this, man. They might come in here to like Monday and remove all of us, but nobody has more fun in sports on radio than us. <laughs> At all. I can guarantee you. <laughs> Maybe this guy, Jason Swain, uh, joins us from Knoxville, CEO of the Swain Event, swainevent.com, the website, at Swain Event on Twitter. What's up, Jason? How are you, man? I'm great. I'm over here uh, shaking my shoulders and my hips. Man, I'm getting it in over here. You're going to gyrate. I like it. You can salsa dance, can't you, Swain? Uh, I guess, as long as I have enough tequila. <laughs> I'm like, you got that wide receiver hip pop thing going, right? Yeah, you can't be wide receiver without being able to move your hips a little bit. That's so, right. Uh, <laughs> I've never tried it, but hey, it might be time to go ahead and get get on a good foot and do it. Well, Don bought dance lessons like three years ago and hadn't used them yet, so maybe you guys can do that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Don didn't need them. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Uh, Swain. Y'all keep calling Sla- yeah. Swain Slay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm like, oh, Swain, Swain no Guess what, me and, me and Swain right there together, though, so that's cool. That's my uh, Jason, have they named a quarterback yet, do you think? Uh, no, they haven't named one, <laughs> but, I mean, I think we know who it's going to be. <laughs> it's going to be number seven, Joe Milton, but uh, no, no official word, no official announcement. Uh, but, I mean, the writing is on the wall. Uh. It- I have not seen him in person yet. I see pictures and I'm it's it's amazing. The in person view, are the pictures accurate? Yeah, he's a big old boy now. Yeah. He, he is <laughs> he reminds me so much of Jamarcus Russell. You know, Jamarcus Russell and I came Ooh. out the same year. He went to LSU, I went to Tennessee, both from Alabama. Uh but he reminds me so much of him. Jamarcus was six six, two fifty, two sixty there at LSU and um, Joe Milton, big, powerful arms like Jamarcus Russell, a little bit smaller. Um, but everyone looked at uh, Joe Milton and they wanted to kind of make the comparison to Cam Newton's because they're both big. But, you know, Jamarcus was a pass first. He could run. Cam could, you know, run and take off and outrun the entire defense. That's that, Joe Milton can run, but he's not Cam Newton fast. I, I, I compare him more to a uh, Jamarcus Russell. Who do you think the second quarterback in the game against Bowling Green will be? Um, I think the second string quarterback will be Hendon Hooker. Um, I don't know who's going to go in second in the game, but I think I think Hooker, when you look at the, kind of the pecking order, 
I would say Milton, Hooker, and then Bailey. What has Milton done to separate himself so much? I just, I mean, you you feel it when you hear his teammates talk about him, all of that, but what is it that he's done to really separate? Well, I think I think he was just kind of born with that. I think mom and daddy hooked him up with um, some genetics, <laughs> being able to throw the ball as <laughs> far and as you know, strong and as hard as he can. I mean, if you take all three quarterbacks and you just lay out the entire playbook, you say, okay, let's look at all our plays in the playbook. Uh, which quarterback do we feel like physically can do all of them and can stretch the defense vertically, can stretch the defense horizontally, can make all the throw and not have any physical limitations? Well, that's Joe Milton. The only thing now is making sure that um, from, a, from a playbook standpoint, they know exactly where he's going, he takes care of the football, uh, he understands the distance, uh, and he's able to galvanize the troops and, and be that leader that, that you want from, from your quarterback. So uh, I think it's kind of genetics. It's, if you ask me, it starts right there. So what what is different with Joe Milton now uh, compared with the Joe Milton that got replaced in Michigan? Well, obviously, you know, Michigan quarterbacks um, thrive since Jim Harbaugh's been there. I haven't seen a Michigan quarterback go on to play at the next level and credit their uh, development to Jim Harbaugh and Michigan. I just haven't seen that. And so, you know, when Joe Milton arrived here at Tennessee, I went back and looked at his film, and I can I can see the flashes of, uh, of, of greatness. Not saying he's going to be great, but you kind of see uh, what he can do physically if he just was in the right system, with the right coaches, with the right players around him, and he was happy. Uh, I mean, something that you touched on with earlier on my show was you know, he had an injury, and it's really hard to kind of play through that uh, when you're a quarterback, especially on your hand. So um, he's happy now. He has a fresh start. Um, he has a relationship with Josh Heupel because he's from the Orlando area. They recruited him. So uh, it seems like he just, you know, got rid of a you know, hundred – pounds off his shoulder, leaving Michigan coming to Tennessee. But in a couple of days, we'll be able to know exactly, uh, was it Michigan, was it Joe Milton? Uh, we'll know here uh, in less than two weeks. Yeah, I think that's an interesting part of the Joe Milton story, just from a national college football uh, perspective, is that, and I said this the other day, this this could be another indictment on Jim Harbaugh, right? Like, if if Joe Milton succeeds in this system and and thrives in this system and puts up big numbers in this system, that's another dagger at Jim Harbaugh. And and one thing that I've heard from up there is that they didn't want him to run at all. And and one thing I've heard from within the Tennessee program is they're good with him running. So that picture of him that Slay put out the other day that went viral, um, you, you talk about like escaping the pocket and coming up a, a, against a 180-pound cornerback, that's going to be interesting. Yeah, I mean, he took off in the scrimmage and outran the you know, defense. I don't know if that's really good. Because <laughs> slow and they took the you know, poor angles, or that's just really Joe Milton just being special. But yeah, man, I don't know what Jim Harbaugh was doing with Joe Milton. Uh, he wasn't developing him, it, it seems, because uh, that guy's a talent. Maybe he was spending too much time organizing his khakis and starching them. I don't know. <laughs> All that Jordan gear up there. Hey, Swain, <laughs> let me ask you this, man. I, I know we're on this offensive kick and we want to see the excitement in it, but do do we see the guys like Alante Taylor um, taking the defense and, and trying to get everything that he can, the last pulp, out of this orange? Right, like that. Well, I mean, I think defensively, uh, I, I like 
guy like John Terry up front. Um, and, you know, it starts, it starts there in this conference. It right. starts up front uh, with the closest guy to the football. You know, he has had a really good camp. Uh, it starts up front. You look at the linebacker position. And they got some guys, but the depth is a concern. But it's a whole lot better than it was during the spring. In the secondary, I think, you know, I think Warren Burrell's a guy. Remember a couple of years ago, Warren Burrell took Alante Taylor's spot. Mm-hmm. And Alante uh, said he learned from that and uh, he wasn't going to let that happen again. Uh, you know, last year, well, here we are again, and Warren Burrell's playing, playing well. Uh, and then you have some transfers uh, from other SEC schools at corner. Uh, and so, you know, Alante, and I don't think he's a guy that can say, you know, I'm definitely a starter. I definitely got this position locked down. Okay. Uh, certainly, he's been a great leader. Um, he stepped forward, decided to stay and represent the state. He's been a great ambassador for the University of Tennessee uh, over the last couple of years. Uh, but, man, it's a battle back there in the secondary. It's a lot of guys with experience, uh, a lot of guys who are hungry, um, who come from other SEC schools. So Willie Martinez has a, has a nice uh, group of guys. And, um, you know, the four-two-five world that we live in where offenses go three and four wide, there will be a lot of DBs that will have to play. Um, and, and hopefully those guys can stay healthy and do that. Former Tennessee wide receiver Jason Swain with us at Swain Event, SwainEvent.com. Let's talk about the run game. Tyon Evans and Jabari Small looks like 1A and 1B and then everybody else. Um, they're actually talking about putting those two guys on the field at the same time as well. I'm anxious to see what that run game looks like. Yeah, those guys have done a really good job. You know, another running back to add in there is Jalen Wright. I mean, he is, um, he's been really, really good. Coach Mack has uh, really been complimentary of him. You know, he brings a different element of speed to the offense. I mean, he's a track guy. Um, so he can he can take it to the house. Reminds me a lot of Marcus Coker, something I mentioned to you guys last week. But yeah. uh, nice young group um, for sure. Inexperience is something that you you know may be a little concerned about. Uh, but these guys are uh, hungry as all get out. They're very very talented. They want to be great. They're challenging each other and they spend time in the film room. I'm really looking forward to those guys rotating in and out and putting pressure on defenses. Who are you? You kind of talked about the defense a little bit, but who are some of the guys on defense that you think uh, everybody will be talking about? Uh, Brian Young is is a guy uh, came came in from JUCO. Yeah. Uh, his junior has two years to play, but I mean he's been he's been brought in to get after the passer. Uh, pass rush is something that you know Tennessee has not been the best at. And you had Daryl Taylor go to the NFL, uh, but even with him, you know he was a two sack. Uh, one game and then, you know, not doing anything the next game. And so they just need that consistency. You didn't have him last year, and it really showed. So need that pass rush. Uh, Brian Young is one. Uh, they can come in and, and, and provide uh, that for Tennessee. Roman Harrison can provide that for Tennessee. Tyler Barron. Uh, so you have some guys that can get to the pass, that you got to stay healthy uh, and, and be consistent and push each other. That's one of the guys, man, that, that jumps off the screen to me. Uh, and then also that I've been able to watch him. Um, mature into what he's what he's blooming into. Um, the guy Tyler Barron, this kid Tyler Barron. Um, what do you see out of him as far as leadership goes? I mean, I just see a guy that that was bred to to play college football, mm-hmm. just from a physical standpoint and uh, a maturity um, standpoint. I mean, he's been around uh, an SEC football program, um, you know, his, his whole life. It seems like, mm-hmm. and um, he had a great model to pattern his game after and Dan Barnett. That's why he wears the number that he wears in number nine. So he just has to stay healthy. You know, he shows some flashes as a true freshman, but he's going to be counted on uh, for sure 
uh, this year. Uh, but he he showed us his ability to get into the backfield, get some really good programs. You know, the Georgias and the Floridas. Uh, he did a really good job of, of competing at a high level. So expecting big things out of him. But uh, he was just you know, it's just you know, you have quarter you have like coaches' sons who play quarterback. Right. Tyler Bain is kind of the opposite. Um, on the other side of the football, he is a coach's son, um, Patrick Abernathy's mm-hmm. son, and so he just you know, he's just a guy that you want on your defense because he's gonna lead the troops and the guys listen to him. Jason Swain, at Swain Event is the Twitter handle. SwainEvent.com is the website. Uh, appreciate the time. Always uh, always enjoy the visit, man. Hey, appreciate y'all, man. Turn up the sauce. <laughs> I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm hyped. Are you going out tonight or something? Is that what's going on over here? I'm trying <laughs> like, to figure it I'm out. I'm going to here. a football game. I don't feel like I'm this stressed up. Oh, yeah, you're going to a football on? game. You ready for the game? Compared to some stuff you wear in, then they can probably say that. What are you saying, honk? I'm just saying that tonight. <laughs> are you trying to get you... killed on a Friday? No, there's two things of glass in front of us. Two things of glass. <laughs> two panes, whatever. You know what I think it is, Babs? It's the ruffles. It's the ruffles that yeah. do it, huh? Ruffles have ridges. Yeah. I didn't even think about the ruffles, but I think it's the ruffles. <laughs> this man over here, man. Uh, Chris Lowe coming up at 520. Look at some of these stats. Um he said, just look this up. Unbelievable. In the last three NFL drafts, 2021, 2020, 2019, Tennessee and Vandy have tied for the fewest number of players drafted in the SEC with four. What's wrong? So is They're 80, just numbers. I can't do anything about numbers, Slay. 80 to 1 to 28 to 1. Which one's better? Plus, this has what nothing is? to Slay, this has nothing to do with this year. Yeah, but I like like You don't want to get the bad news from the doctor, do you? Like, it ain't the time. This ain't the time for that. This ain't the time for that, man. When is us, the time? Not now. Okay. Like, when you see me getting up off the mat, you don't kick me. Let, let me get up. The At least let me get up and let me see if I can get my equilibrium together. Well, let's see what you think about the next set. The Vols have produced just one first or second rounder in those three drafts, which is the second fewest in the SEC to Arkansas's none. Now, who, who, who put this out? Chris Lowe. Wow, Chris. Kentucky produced more wow, total draft C-Low. picks in the 2021 draft, six, than Tennessee has in the last three drafts, four. I always go back to, <laughs> you know, even trash cans get steaks. and It's Trash what, Talk Friday. Too. Yeah, and then around Thanksgiving, you'll find a turkey in there. Might just, it might be burnt to someone, but. To somebody else, it's a whole beautiful turkey. So, my gosh, I'm just saying the turkey analogy. Keep going. Alabama had more first and second round picks in the 2021 draft eight than Tennessee has had total draft picks in the last four drafts seven. I was watching that last four drafts. Although that one's not surprising. It's Alabama, like. They put almost Eight, everybody in the round. NFL. Yeah, yeah, that's cute. I, I was watching um Alabama game, the uh, ninety eight ninety nine game, also back to back games. Um, Alabama versus Tennessee, and I, I I like to go back to that and see how many they put in then. That's <laughs> a little while ago. I don't, I don't care when it is. I don't care when it is. Also, check this out. Past. He said he looked up the draft picks from the Vols ninety seven SEC championship team. They had twenty seven players on that roster who would go on to be drafted. That's crazy. That's, no, 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 no. That's life. That's what? life on Rocket Top. That ain't crazy. That's what it is. 
13 of those 27 were either first or second round picks. Talk to me about something that means something. Now, now you're doing I'm it. Now you're that. doing something. Now you're doing something. Finish strong. That's buddy. how you go. Now that's what I'm talking about. You drive the lane and you throw it down. Man, come on, man. See, that's what I was just saying. And see, I alluded to that. I laid it up for my partner. I said I was watching the 99 game. Guess who was the starting running back? Jamal Lewis. <laughs> Super Bowl, 2000 yard Russia champion. I was at that 99 Alabama-Tennessee game. Yeah, yeah, man. I've been, to, I've been to two Tennessee-Alabama games in Alabama, and the Vols are 2-0 and when I go. Uh-oh. Oh, you need to go all the games. I'm not going this year. Oh, well. It'll be over. There's some tickets available, apparently. No, nah, we don't want them tickets. Oh, Alabama's going to chop them up, man. That's right. We don't want them. We don't want them anyway. So I'll tell you that. But I did see Dante Stallworth out there on the edge. I saw Eric Parker out there on the edge. Saw some guys, man. I mean, some guys. Fred Weary, a sophomore on the line. Woo, big cozy. See, Slay and I were randomly watching like a Mose Phillips highlight yeah. tape today before the show. And that's yeah. one of the things that stuck out to us was Lyman. the offensive linemen down the field just mauling people. And that's what was crazy about when guys came back and was watching. I remember it about four years ago, three or four years ago, watching that Alabama game and sitting up there with the football guys in the suite. Looking down on it, like it looked, it bothered me. So I can only imagine what it did to them. Like Al, listen to Al and those guys talk, man. Like, look at the line. Look how little they look. That's never been a problem in Tennessee. So come on, Maze, Mazes, get it, get it going. Six one five seven three seven one zero four five. The favorites to make the four team college football playoff. We've got that. Go Vols. They're not in there on one zero four five. All right, y'all, 104.5 The Zone. Slay, you okay over there? I am, brother. Listen, man, I mean. You did, you did, you did, you did, uh, you ended on the right note. I'll give you that. Now, what you tried to do to me? Maybe you were doing Trash Talk Friday without me even knowing. Maybe that's what that was. <laughs> I was, I was doing Trash Talk Friday on the sly. Yep. Slick, slick, slick Trash Talk. That's what you were doing. But, yeah, I'm back. I'm cool. How many uh, slick fried parents going to be at high school football games tonight? <laughs> Two. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, the good thing, though, for Babs is it's sunny over here. It's raining out there by us, Babs. Hard. But right now, it's clear over here. Hmm. He's looking I hope at it's two, clear for all these two, high school football games He's tonight. looking at two different windows. Yeah. Clear over here. Because <laughs> that's there. the difference. Yeah, there you are. Down there by Charlotte Avenue. Uh, yeah, straight over there. But then, the best Western Plus right here. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Division's getting some rain right now. <laughs> no, Division's good. Division's in the clear. Yeah, we laugh. Oh, yeah. Five that backwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> what did I say was coming up? Oh, yeah. The uh, favorites to make the four-team college football playoff. How to break Slay's heart in five words. Yeah, first I want to get Marlon in here. He wants to talk about the Vols. Marlon, what you got? What's going on, brothers? How y'all doing? All right, and sisters. Yep. Hey, man, I'm gonna tell you something. Hey, I hate it for Brian Meyer, bro. You know, hey, he's out. Hey, he. I hate it for him, but I I like for him to go to MTSU. I think he'll fit in real well, real well. But I'm gonna say my four is gonna be Alabama, 
Clemson, Ohio State, and Tennessee. And I'm going to tell you why I'm picking Tennessee. Joe Milton, Michigan has not told everything about Joe Milton. Joe Milton, is is he reminds me a lot of T. Martin, and the kid has a chip on his shoulder. If you look at the Tennessee Vols schedule, that schedule is winnable. When the Georgia comes in there, the only team they'll lose to is Alabama. When Georgia comes in there, Georgia will be coming in there with one loss already because they're going to lose the first game of the year. I'm telling you, Joe Milton, I'm telling everybody right now, Joe Milton is about to show out this year. There you go. I know I'm one thing. About. Remember the python that uh, Slay let loose in Knoxville? Joe Milton found him. <laughs> and ate him. And it, he's got him. <laughs> that man, yeah. I'm with him. How big are Bowling Green's corners? That's my question. I'm going to look them up. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I love that take, that trash talk take. But our only, only problem with it is, the only problem with it, he ain't got that defense. Yeah, that's that gonna T. be Martin that's had. gonna be a problem. <laughs> that's the only problem. That defense that T Martin had was woo-hoo-hoo. go back and watch the highlights of that Tennessee Florida game in '98, Ooh. and look at the defense. Ooh. Al Wilson had 15 tackles Ooh. in that game. I think he had three cause fumbles. Ooh, Ooh that's scary, scary hours. Yeah, but, he didn't. He, they don't. And that's some of what I was talking with on uh, uh, Jason Swain on his show today was. The defense that Tennessee has in terms of numbers, like, that doesn't match up well with what they're going to try to do offensively. No. Because these guys are going to be gassed because of the number of snaps that the starters are going to have to play. Yep. Hopefully they can just, the, the offense can it's put enough. It's going to be a bloodbath on defense. Ugly. Babs. <laughs> I, can I say this, though? I, I love this time of year. The, the optimism for every From fan Tennessee base. fan base, oh, the Tennessee fan base right now is is I, I am what I is love optimism, it. Though? I love it. Six wins is is no no no. Uh uh. Go hop. On, I know that Twitter is not real life. Go hop on Twitter. Tennessee fan yeah, doesn't think they're winning nine games. Hold on. Hold on. Go hop on Twitter. Here we go. And hold look on at again. the optimism <laughs> surrounding Joe Milton. Like a guy who did not succeed at his last stop. Like look at look, look at the at his, optimism surrounding him. Before he as broke a his finger, and then he tried to play through it and didn't play well and got benched. And that's a lot of people. Then he had left. surgery, and that's where we are. Yeah. Can we left. can we rewind back to like three days ago when Don said uh, this wonderful comment during our promo? See, I don't hate the balls. <laughs> What is I that don't. music? Good lord. We going clubbing? That's right. That is our music, right? That's our music for every one of our promos. Tomorrow. See? Yeah. See, I don't hate the Vols. I don't hate them. I don't hate the Vols. I just, I I literally just said I love the optimism. What was um JT love. Daniels before? Was there no sarcasm in there? USC. Was there no sarcasm in there? What? The I don't hate the Vols? No, I love the Vols, you said. No, I, uh, no, I said I love, I love the, optimism. the optimism. I love the optimism. Is there no, any... there there was no sarcasm in that. I legit <laughs> love the optimism, and I'm I'm fascinated by it. Like quarterbacks do it all the time, though. Listen, man, go somewhere else and turn they turn over. And, then, a new and seat. I mean, Joe Burrow is a perfect example. Absolutely, yep. yeah, batter, I get it. Battered but, ball syndrome is a real thing. Yeah, but I mean, Joe Burrow also walked into a hell of a lot of talent. Yes, he did. 
I don't. I am not sure. I mean, that all of those that receivers level, are in the NFL. The, all of them. Correct. Yeah. I mean, they were special, and, and I and I think Joe Burrow's special. So I understand it can happen, but there's just a whole lot. Uh, he had a whole a whole lot more to work with at LSU. Well, guess what, man? Back the years. All we saying is six six wins. They ain't, I'm not saying they're gonna win the SEC championship. No, okay, you're right. Six wins is that's very attainable, very, very. Bowl appearance. That's what you're looking for. Bingo is his name off. And that's a successful season for Tennessee. For Tennessee this fans. year, yes, this yes. year, without well, question. The NCAA may take that away. And I'm, I'll take the NCAA. What is going on with that? that? What is going on with the NCAA? Greg Sankey flat out said in his his state of the SEC address, he's like, bring it. How annoyed he was by the lack of of dragging um, their feet. Yes, they've got realignment now that they're having to deal with. Right. Yeah, but like, come on, dog. Like, come on, like. Come on, say what you got going on so we can go on and do what we got to do and move on. That's I mean, I would say, do you think it's better the longer it takes? But what was it? Wasn't the um, uh, Donnie Tyndall stuff took a while? And it certainly wasn't better. Well, that was the hammer. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that dude's coaching Juco ball down in uh, yeah. 30A. If I were him, I'd be like. <laughs> Not a bad place to be. But... So bitter. Yep. Who really so won bitter. in that scenario? Patino, I'd be the same way, too. Yeah. By the way, uh, tennis, so Joe Milton is like 245, somewhere in there. Like me. The Bowling Green cornerbacks are Marcus Shepard and Deata Burns, 5'11", 181, 6 feet, 185. The safeties, Jordan Anderson, 5'10", 195, and Side Dabney, 6'2", 210. You know what they should have playing in their locker room? Holding back the years by nope. Simply Red? Nope, a loop of Arnold Schwarzenegger saying, get down. <laughs> 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 